Today we're going to talk about Akira, which, whether you've heard about it or not, is the most influential manga of all time. More so than JoJo? More so than JoJo. In fact, JoJo may not exist without Akira. Well, now you have my attention. <laughs> so, uh, up through the 70s, manga was, with very few exceptions, put into these two big buckets. It was either targeted at tiny baby children or it was targeted at adult salarymen. Mm. And someone came up with the genius idea hey, there's an age range in between those two who buy things. We could market to them. And so they wanted to start a, uh, a new genre. They wanted to start a young magazine, but they needed a front runner, something that was really going to sell the magazine from the get-go. And thus we have Katsuhiro Otomo's masterpiece, Akira. And, a, and an entire generation of ruined tweens befouled <laughs> by the horrors of anime it is pretty fucked up it is ya but it is ya that's uh is also like in that tween to college range and we're gonna get pretty dirty and violent and sexy and all of the things from from my research from what i can tell it is actually the first why a dystopian publication that that is usually given to the giver which came out in 93 but this mm. came out a full decade before that and the freshness of its gritty sci-fi setting with otomo being one of the greatest uh manga artists of all time made it an instant success so akira spawned what we now think of as seinen manga which would be uh, JoJo, and it would be Berserk, it would be things like that. Oh. But also, it completely changed the face of shonen manga as well, uh, which is still to this day the most popular category. Uh, as, as a sort of basic introduction to its kind of influence on shonen, at the height of Akira's popularity is when Dragon Ball would take inspiration from it hard pivot and piccolo would snap krillin's fucking neck and start <laughs> start the more violent and gritty uh dragon ball that we know of today that you know in its own completely influenced and changed the world if all of that wasn't enough the akira anime movie would go on to completely change animation it is still the pinnacle of hand animated film. It is uh 99.9% .9 hand animated. They did some wow. like computer displays that were 3D, one of the highest budget hand animated films of all time. And it is the movie that is credited alongside Ghosts in the Shell, which itself cites Akira as direct inspiration. Uh those those two are what popularized anime in the West. So pretty much all modern manga and anime play a game of five degrees of Akira. Either <laughs> your favorite writers and artists were directly influenced by it or were influenced by someone who was influenced by it. Ethan, sex and violence? We have to talk about this now. 
So welcome to The Lore You Know, a podcast where some friends dive into the fantastical lore of media that we grew up with and love and were influenced by. So here to bring you the mostly correct facts about made up things to speak are me, Fran. Me, Ethan. And I'm CJ. I am drinking a lot of coffee for this one because I... (laughs) I know Ethan has a lot to talk about, and if I'm going to pay attention, I need to use the methods that I learned in college, which are to fill my body with caffeine for like 48 hours and then just get a bunch of information bombarded at me so I can (laughs) regurgitate it long enough to exist in my space, and then the caffeine will wear off. I will pass out, forgetting everything, but my life Mm -hmm. will get to continue to go forward. And I'm looking forward to that. I'm gonna try to go fast, because today we're not gonna be covering the movie, we're gonna be covering the manga. Ethan, it's a comic book. How long could it be? 40 pages? 50, maybe? 2,000 plus, but that's okay. How many volumes? uh, One, are... if you <laughs> stack them all together like how Ethan has it. <laughs> there, yeah, there you go. We're going to do it in one volume. Our series starts in 1992. Oh, that's almost when my series started. It's almost, well, much like when CJ was birthed, uh, a large explosion went off. <laughs> oh, gross. And, uh, gross. Well, uh, can't blame me for that. <laughs> women women keep trying to blame me for the harshness of pregnancy, but I that's just nature, baby. That's just nature. I came into this so, world kicking and screaming, just like I do everything. 1992, a new type of bomb goes off in Tokyo, and this starts World War III, which is a full-on nuclear Armageddon-type war. Is it a new type of bomb, or is it just a nuke? Uh, people do not know what this bomb is that went off in Tokyo. It's mysterious. It has not left any kind of uh, nuclear fallout or anything like oh, that. Oh, so it's better than oh. it. It's 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 more eco-friendly it's an than a nuke. It's nuclear an, bomb. Yeah, an eco-friendly, huge, massive, destructive bomb that did also kick off the World War Three nuclear war. Well, so who e- sent it? Well, Ethan, wiping out a bunch of humans is the most eco-friendly thing you can do. <laughs> <laughs> CJ, you're not wrong, but unfortunately it didn't wipe out all the humans, uh, so we're going to fast forward to 2030. It's oh, been, just a few years off. Great. It's been a little while since World War Three. We are rebuilding. We've now got Neo-Tokyo. Of course. And driving through Neo-Tokyo, we have a group called the Capsule Gang. Like and from Dragon Ball. Like, <laughs> like that, except instead of containing any object of any size like magic, the capsules contain drugs. Oh, oh. great. Okay. The best kind. Uh, so the capsule gang has some of our main characters. We've got the leader of the gang is Kaneda. And then we've got uh, his like second-hand man, right-hand man is uh, Yamagata. And the sort of little baby scamp of the group is Tetsuo. He's always playing. Tr- he's always, he's always slapping people's drugs. Always, you, you think you're going to take a little amphetamine and then, uh-oh, that's acid. <laughs> he, is, he is regularly getting himself in trouble by trying to show off that he's a big boy and can take care mm. of himself. Very much the same over Classic here. Classic scamp. 
Yeah. <laughs> I I and that's actually the dynamic of our group where Ethan's kind of the leader, Fran's kind of the the right hand woman, and then I I'm I'm just a little scamp over here. I'm just you know constantly trying to prove himself. Yeah, exactly. You say, CJ, your bike cannot take that giant ramp, but he's gonna try it anyway. Yeah. And then we have to clean up the mess when he crashes. <laughs> yeah, like yeah my that sounds about right. Fucking corpse, because. <laughs> I just completely whiffed it, yeah. Uh, so I want to take this moment to just say Kaneda is probably our main character of the series, but it's one of those series that tries not to have any singular character that it follows. Mm. And also, this series has no good guys. Mm. Oh. Everyone sucks. Everyone is very bad. And there is no one in particular to root for. I'm okay with that. All right. All I, right. I, I don't, I'm not the kind of person who needs to have, like, a good guy. That no, we're is, all in a morally gray area. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, except for The Great Gatsby. That book desperately needs a, a unified bad guy because it's so fucking boring. <laughs> it's so fucking boring. I know the bad guy is, uh, is the American, the dead American dream, whatever. <laughs> We're not doing Great Gatsby this Don't week. at me. Do that yeah, next we're week. we're yeah. talking about the dead Japanese dream today, CJ. So oh, okay. not the dead American dream. I see. Getting getting back to it, the uh the capsule gang, they're they're driving around. Uh they are it's it's your classic Neo Tokyo has a bunch of different biker gangs who are all vying for territory where they can sell their drugs, and the capsule gang has carved out their own little piece of Tokyo. Uh, but they're just kind of driving around. They're driving towards the uh, uh, the previous blast zone of the World War III bomb, just mm -hmm. for funsies. Mm -hmm. And as they are going, Tetsuo, as he always does, he tries to veer ahead, get into the front of the group to prove that he's a big boy. And then he suddenly, like, through the dark, his light shines on this small child who's walking oh. out in the middle of this road that is completely like deserted explosion crash zone, right? Oh. And that's okay. weird. He tries to stop, but no problem because just before he hits the child, his bike explodes. Oh God. Like, with him on it? With him on it, yes. Oh. He's not he's not dead, but oh. that probably hurt pretty bad. Yeah, I uh I've been riding around my bike. You know how I do, and then it explodes beneath me, and I would say it hurts about a seven or an eight out of ten. <laughs> so Tetsuo's Tetsuo's down on the ground. You know the gang is coming to get him. Kaneda goes up to this kid, and he's like, "What the hell are you doing in the middle of the road?" And as he approaches this child, he sees his face, and though this is the body of the ch of a child, this kid has a sagging old man face uh. and uh then the kid fucking disappears oh no okay. ethan did you trick me into body horror uh i guess warning now there is a lot of body horror that will go oh. on great oh, no. <laughs> i mean i guess great, i'm just gonna be i'm just gonna be describing it but i'm, ha I'm happy we're an audio medium yeah, if I mean, you, I can show you, you pictures for YouTube if you want. I'd rather man. not. I'd rather not. It's not like we're monetized. I can kind of do whatever. I can put. 
I can put hardcore there. sex up on the screen. The algorithm catches that pretty quick, though. It knows. Uh, yeah, that one will yeah. probably be taken down, but we would make as much money from it as we make from our other things. True. So, the, uh, you know, an ambulance gets called. They, they pick up uh, Tetsuo, and the, uh, the rest of the gang gets in kind of in some trouble. We find out that they are all, uh, they're all orphan kids and such, or like kids who have been abandoned by their parents, and they are all part of this large reform school. And the reform school is not a great place. They are pretty outwardly honest with, we think that you all are the dregs of society, and we are trying to just form you into something that will not actively hinder the pro uh, forward progress of society. Man, if only uh, schools could be that blatant these days. That'd be yeah, nice. so, you As know. If high schools they... aren't the reason people are maladjusted in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, they go to school, they get a talking to for uh, getting caught out in their biker gang, and then the uh, the gym teacher beats the shit out of all of them. Well, you need um, a strong male <laughs> role model for them. So yeah, how else will they know a... how to beat the shit out of other people if they yeah. don't get beat out of This is this is what I'm talking about. You set a you set a condition. <laughs> you if you go around on your bike causing trouble, then I will beat the shit out of you. And then when they do yeah. that, then you have to beat the shit out of them. That is Markings how that's how teacher. parenting works. Listen, you were level two naughty, which means I'm pulling out the brass knuckles. This was discussed. Yeah. There's a flow chart on the wall, if you need a reminder. <laughs> it's like the only thing on the wall. So yeah, reform school sucks, but drugs are cool. Hell yeah. Uh, oh, the, the capsule gang is not, the, not only do they sell the drugs, but they're all, of course, taking the drugs. Oh, you're not supposed and to do that. Dip into your own product. That's the best way to be successful. I mean, you're supposed to recommend the, anything Fran, anyway. the rule is the exact opposite, and you know it. Aren't servers supposed to, like, drink all the wine or something in a restaurant so they can, act <laughs> they can accurately <laughs> recommend it to excuse, patrons or something? Excuse me, could I get a glass of Bordeaux? I'm afraid not as I'm drinking all of it in the attempt to describe its taste. But it, I can it do was a, quite good. I can do a really I would recommend good job. it next time. <laughs> I can do a really good job describing it to you if you would like. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> How else are they supposed to know what it all does? <laughs> so, okay. so speaking of what the drugs do, uh, these these drugs we do not get a specific as to what they are. But the important thing is that the capsules are stimulants. Awesome, okay. uh, the best kind of drugs. Historically banned in Japan. The kids. I mean, after World War Three, I guess they, uh, you know had some different stuff with that. But, you know, the general idea is that, yes, the, the youths are completely left behind by society and they crave stimulation. Mm. And so let's get it in drug form. Okay, yeah. There. Yeah. Uh, we do the same now, but the drugs are video games, Ethan. Yeah, yeah. And actual I, stimulants as well. And actual stimulants <laughs> and, uh, and, and other drugs, yeah. There's also drugs. Yeah. A, a lot of this stuff is prescient, but prescient in a way that is more fun and cool. Nice. Where the kids all take stimulant drugs instead of sitting on their phone getting watching someone play Minecraft. 
Oh, God, I wish I was watching someone play Minecraft right now. <laughs> Shut up. All right. I just want to watch some get a victory royale. That's all I want. Ethan, <laughs> in the hierarchy of good feelings, there's drugs here, and then there's victory royale <laughs> up here, mm -hmm. way above it, way over yeah, all that stuff. Otomo could have never predicted the sheer high of the victory royale. If I make a drug, it's going to be called victory royale. <laughs> That's a pretty good name. Good. Uh, Write that down. The uh, the gang is getting together at their favorite, uh, you know, pre driving around the city doing violence bar, mm. and it also just so happens that a couple of revolutionaries who are trying to take down the government are getting together at this bar. All right, now I'm now, interested. Normally fifth. <laughs> Sixth, but yeah. Well, they're yeah, getting the, ready. No, no oh, they're getting I ready. This, day this is okay. Yeah, they they threw that together in a day. Yeah. So normally these two groups wouldn't have really noticed each other, right? Mm. But Kaneda takes immediate notice of them because one of the revolutionaries is a hot young lady. Nice, <laughs> that is how most revolutions start, is a bunch of guys chasing tail. <laughs> so he uh, follows Kay, the lady, out of the bar because she's hot, and they find that the, the revolutionaries are searching for this kid named Akira. <gasps> and- Like what the anime's named after? like what the anime name is. Whoa. And after uh, after a little while, they actually stumble upon him before he disappear again. And it's the kid from before, what Tetsuo <gasps> almost rammed into. With the ah. melty old man face? With the melty old man face. Did he still have a melty old man face? He still has, he will always have melty old man face. Okay. Mm, okay. That doesn't, um, that's not like a strong lead. Character. Could well, we he's get not some, the main character could anyway. We get some, well, then why is it named after him, Fran? Uh, Ethan literally said there's no one main character. I know, Fran. I was there. We'll get into it, okay? So the the revolutionaries are trying to chase after this kid to get him. Apparently, they helped him escape from the facility, but they lost him in the confusion because he can teleport. Oh, uh, oh that, yeah, that'll happen. Okay, yeah. yeah tend to miss the, children uh, that way. Kaneda is chasing after because he wants to get some vengeance on this kid, what hurt his friend Tetsuo, who's still in the hospital. And we're also introduced to the colonel, who is, is he, the military. Is, yeah? is he angry? Like, his bike exploded. Yeah. Does he think- The kid obviously he, made the bike does explode. Does he think that the child did that? Yeah. So initially he was like, oh, Tetsuo crashed because he had to swerve to avoid you in the middle of the road in a dark street in the middle of nowhere. Fuck you, kid. Uh -huh. But then mm. the kid disappeared and he's like, well, now I don't know exactly what happened, but I do still blame this child. Uh, I see. Okay. Okay. Classic. <laughs> sure. Um, but uh, the, the revolutionaries are chasing him. Kaneda is chasing him. And now we're also introduced to the colonel who is chasing him. Uh -huh. uh, the colonel is the leader of the military here. 
And he is also the leader of the Akira project. Mm. And he is pretty pissed that this kid has gone missing. Uh, so he has his uh, forces out looking for him. And he also has another wrinkly child with him. An oh. old man, melty face child? An old man, melty face child. This one, even old man meltier, as he oh. is in this, like, uh, Professor Xavier type uh, floaty wheelchair thing. Mm. This is mm -hmm. all very, this is all very upsetting, Ethan. <laughs> this, we That's haven't don't even read begun yet. Um, so he's, he's using this one and we get a little bit of a view that the, uh, the first child we met had a large number 26 etched into his palm, tattooed there. And this child has a number 27. Oh. oh um, he's, he's more advanced. That's why he is. The more melty you are, the stronger you are. <laughs> I'm understanding. Yep. Mm -hmm. So in, in classic action-y, uh, everything has to happen because this is a bi-weekly manga and we need to keep uh, you interested. They all get to him at the same time. Nice. Uh, they, they all start fighting over it. Now, the, the kid we're gonna call number 26, he is not doing good. Mm. He's been he progressive. Yeah. Uh, besides the melty face, he is doing even worse than that. Oh. Uh, he has been progressively over time, he's been getting sweatier. He's been, uh, things have just kind of been breaking around him. Mm -hmm. And he seems like he is losing control. Mm. And number 27 uh, comes to him and he says, we can't exist in the outside world. We need the medicine. And he offers him this pill. But capsule? A Different capsule even. Mm. But before he is able to get it, Kaneda in the confusion yoinks it from his hand and it escapes. Oh, they oh. are they are switching medication. They're all little scamps. So fast fast forward a day. That stuff was crazy. Uh was, to give weird, you guys. What are the chances <laughs> of two melty faced children? Presumably there's at least 25 more. Mm-hmm. Like to to give you an idea of Kaneda is not the good guy. Uh he goes to the uh the nurse at the the school he's at, right? Who is a, like a student nurse. She's like roughly his age, and he's like, "Hey, so I need the drugs that I'm gonna sell that I ha have you like make an order for me and blah blah blah." And also, did you learn anything about? Uh, this pill that I gave you, this weird pill that they were all fighting for. And she says, I'm pregnant. And he says, huh, neat. Anyway, back to my stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I mean, he's got more pressing matters. He's dealing- The implication that, it's, that he got her pregnant then? It is, it is his baby okay. and he, yeah, he's, he says- <laughs> I'm just making sure. <laughs> Uh, Ethan, <laughs> I'm pregnant. Oh, like, 
with my baby or someone else's? <laughs> Congrats, I guess. Uh, um, interesting. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I'll be honest. I half expected him to just take the pill and just eat it. To not, just like, see what happens. Well, yeah. that would be a bad idea as she hands him the large bag of drugs that they are going to, you know, use and sell. And then she says, that thing you gave me is pretty gr- crazy. One grain of that pill is five times as powerful as the entire bag I just handed you. Oh, it's fentanyl. That sounds like a good thing. It will kill anyone who takes it. And that is, that will just I'll kill also, you. Also, drugs, drugs are not like the, <laughs> you can't be like well if i if i take heroin that's 10 times more powerful than nyquil cold and flu symptom like it wait there's the no power over, scaling the in o- the drug the, I, the, like the overdose i guess could be measured that way well, but you you don't just be like oh man this this uh, adrenaline pill over here. This is eight times stronger than a uh, antihistamine. Well, you make a good point, CJ, because to specify, she says the stuff that you gave me is basically the drug that you guys take, oh. but at a level of intensity that no living creature should uh, be able to survive taking. So it is. Sure. It is fentanyl. It is a it is a stimulant that is on an unprecedented, unusable level. Mm. Uh, that just sounds like a challenge. Well, these, but these, but the melty children—they're taking it. Indeed, we'll have to figure mm. out about that a little bit later. Damn you! For and now, damn you and your w- foreshadowing. <laughs> Bi-weekly Tetsu- release. <laughs> so Tetsuo is back. Uh, from the hospital, but unbeknownst to him, he is under surveillance from the secret government military forces. So they are doing their their usual gang thing, and Tetsuo, again, being the guy who tries to prove himself and gets himself in trouble all the time, mm-hmm. ends up... Uh, riding onto the clown's turf and that gang catches him and roughs him up pretty fierce before Kaneda and the group are able to come back and save him. Is his job just to get beat up all the time? You will, uh, we'll, we'll see, Fran. Okay, does he get a melty face? The- so, <laughs> Tetsuo- Wait a second. N- the- yes? The clowns is just their name, right? They're not like the dressed the up like circus clowns. They're not dressed up like circus clowns, but they do paint like circus clown type stuff onto their biker helmets. That seems, uh, that seems like a self interesting choice. <laughs> it's it's fine. Sure. Whatever. They're all on stimulants. Yeah, it's I guess good. it's like the, it's like an insane clown posse if they were actually insane. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Speaking of insane, Tetsuo does not like being belittled. And so when he has to be saved from these clowns and uh literally the... and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, that, I like that friend. 
they uh they capture the one that uh that was roughing up Tetsuo. He beats on this guy until the other ones have to pull him off and they're like you were very close to killing him and Tetsuo is like that was my intention. It's like yeah, I'm on a bunch of fucking stimulants. I love fighting. I, I- <laughs> will fight you right now. I love it. I'm on a bunch of stimulants and he made me feel small. So <laughs> I, <laughs> that's me. every time I get on Discord with you and start <laughs> arguing. <laughs> so the uh, the government's been been keeping an eye on him and there's something a little off with Tetsuo. So they take him back in for some tests and the revolution forces they saw that Kaneda grabbed that pill and they want to know what it is. So they have been hunting him down and they take in Kaneda to try and figure that out. Mm. The, the revolution, they are trying to find out about the, uh, the Akira project. Yeah, which and is why they took the child. What which happened is why- to number 26, Melty Face Child? Is he just like out there still? He did. He got taken back with the the colonel and number twenty seven. Okay. okay, just no um, drugs for him. He'll. I mean, he gets them after they get back. You know, okay. uh, as, as a treat. It is as as number twenty seven said. They they cannot live in the outside world. Um. Oh, I thought that was like a metaphysical thing. Like he needs their drugs to get like high or whatever, so that they don't. Yeah, it's he's he is so completely dependent on that that after spending half a day outside, he was dying, and he's like, "Dude, you but, can't you can't hang out out there." But they they literally can't be outside of their home base or whatever. I mean, it's just the necessity for the drug is so intense that have to, be, to be anywhere away from its immediate production is just unsustainable. I see, I see. Okay, so they're just horphing down pills all day. Well, yes. they're very concentrated, so they might just need one a day uh, as opposed to 20,000. So, <laughs> so speaking of the kids, uh, we see the uh, the colonel uh, has the kids all together number 26, number 27, and number 25, who oh. is a uh, gross uh, little girl old lady. Oh, who... melty face? Absolutely melty face. Mm-hmm. Uh, she seems like she can't really move her body at all. She's in like an Xavier style giant crib. Uh, oh. She just like lies down in it. And- okay. It's super creepy and unpleasant. The facility that they have these kids in is like a giant play palace. Uh, oh. But they're also like all old and dying and gross. Okay. Uh, this, is so, what, this is what a generation that grows up on Twitter is going to be like. This is gonna <laughs> be, they'll be on the playgrounds, but they'll be aged, deformed, mm-hmm. hateful. Probably on probably on drugs. So number twenty-five had called for the colonel to come see her, and when he asks why, she says, I've seen a vision of the future, Ooh. and Akira is going to rise again. Oh. Again. And yes. 
we find out uh this this young lady number 25 is Kyoko, number 27 is Masaru, and number 26 is Takashi. None okay. of these kids are Akira. Uh-huh. And uh the they have incredibly powerful psychic powers, but they are also scared to hell of this Akira kid who is apparently on a level so far beyond them that it they are as nothing. Whoa. And the colonel doesn't like the sound of that either. So he uh, goes into action on that. Meanwhile, the revolutionary forces are investigating the Olympic Stadium that is being built. The, uh, the Tokyo is going to be hosting the 2030 Olympics. And they are creating this facility that is like right by the blast, the like former blast zone of the giant bomb as like a sort of metaphor thing, I guess. Uh-huh. But okay. also pretty much every it's it seems like it's almost common knowledge is like also they're building like military bases under there that they're going to use after the Olympics. Okay, huh. I guess we didn't really. I mean, since you're doing a big construction project, we didn't really define this, but. 1992 World War Three happened, and then it ended at some point. Or, yes, uh, it ended at some points. Uh, they don't really specify how long World War Three was. I can't imagine it was too long after most major cities in the world were nuked. Right, but so, it's uh, but they it still... ended. The have, world has rebuilt. They still have the Olympics, though. It's time for the Olympics. That was, that I mean, was, that was one of the things peace. they're like, yeah. we got to get that started back up. We it's had a symbolic. World War II, and then we had the Olympics. Yeah, but we didn't blow up all the, the world, major We had the Olympics during nukes, World War II. We just, we just blew up one two, uh, whatever. countries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope a <laughs> pandemic doesn't hit Tokyo this time before the... They try to host the Olympics. I uh, it is, so I, do they know? Like, did this? This was written in like the eighties or whatever you said, or like the nineties. Yep, started and started in eighty two. Did they know about all the like fuckery with the Olympics back then? Like all the the uh, like it, like the corruption within the Olympic event, the bribing, yeah, like all of or the stuff. the steroids. Well, no, the, I mean, there's there's this whole thing. There's this whole thing, Fran, where it's like the Olympics is like this big uh, scam, pretty much, mm-hmm. uh, to yeah. like siphon a bunch of money out of different countries, and like mm-hmm. it's it's like a bribe, and like that's why they like held it in Dubai or whatever, even though that was like the Guitar. worst idea ever. Yeah, and then oh, that was the World Cup. Yeah, like, but it's it's all the same. It's like the same yeah. stuff as that, it, and then and, and yeah, and. and so I don't think that was as common knowledge until more recently. Well, that's what I'm that saying. Like, if there's, if there, I mean, if they, if they were like, oh yeah, the Olympics is actually super corrupt. Uh, if they called that out back in the '80s, that's actually pretty, pretty advanced foresight. It also just seems very pragmatic. Of like, well, we're gonna build this big facility for this Olympic event. Might as well make it militarized. Just well, in case right? Because most <laughs> most of the time, the stadiums sit empty. Then for the rest of the, so right. you want to fill yeah. it up like soldiers and guns and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I arsenal. So I will say, I can't speak to exactly what he knew or did not know, 
but the Olympic Stadium is a symbol throughout the series of uh, corruption. Mm, so sounds like mm-hmm. sounds like somebody was on the inside. <laughs> uh, so that's all going on over there. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, uh, back in our you know facility where they are do running tests and such, uh, Tetsuo it turns out is psychic as hell now. Oh, oh that's shit. fantastic! News. Uh, he took the pill. <laughs> uh, he he has not taken any kind oh. of pill or something. It seems that he was awakened to power uh, from his immediate interaction with number 26. Oh. So uh, people have latent psychic abilities, possibly. Fran, uh, they they just might, Fran. Mm. And uh, he, at this, at this point, nobody in the facility knows how powerful he is, and they're kind of just, like, running basic tests on him and such. Uh, they have just, like, a like doctor's assistant guy at his hospital door just being like hey kid you're not supposed to leave and he turns him into paste with his psychic powers and then leaves oh that's uh pretty impressive so he's just a human one moment and then he's goo Yes, sounds like it. So it sounds like he can microwave people. This is this is sort of a uh, dead meme at this point. I was gonna make a submarine joke. (laughs) All right, do not. You're not gonna do that. Uh, Oh, oh shit! If you, if you, uh, if you get the chance, you should watch the movie later, and you will see no. some of the best animated turning people into paste you I have ever seen. I don't want to watch body horror. I haven't seen a lot of that, in fairness, but I'll I'll watch it. Mm. <laughs> uh, so Tetsuo has escaped, and he runs into the clown gang, and he oh, no. turns a couple of them into paste. Oh, so he and can takes- control it at. at- a reasonable clip. Uh, he can control it a little bit, but his head is hurting real bad now. <laughs> okay, yeah. see, just like I haven't seen the movie, but I have. There's a good meme going around where he's ah, <laughs> and then it like flashes a bunch of like furry porn or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. I guess furry porn is pretty. Uh, equivalent with just like migraine pain. Well, so that's that's that why people are trying. Headaches. That's why people are trying to like push it down because it does unlock psychic latent potential <laughs> within you. So that's why the government tried to outlaw it so long ago. But with the rise of the internet, now more people are being exposed to it than ever. Thus, the uptick in psychic stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shoot, everybody know that. Uh, so Tetsuo takes over the clown gang using violence. Right. And he, uh, remember when we said that that one pill was as powerful as, uh, you know, the, like, whole supply of their drugs that they've ever sold? Well, he needs a lot of the drugs that they're just, like, selling around in Mm -hmm. order to, like, stave off the pain. So he starts just, like, 
eating massive yeah. quantities okay. like of cereal. The, so just he, like so cereal. he is actually just horfing down a bunch of pills. He is actually just horfing down a bunch of pills. They start, they start to like, uh, you know, condense and purify it for him to get like uh, more. So that, so that he has time to do other stuff. <laughs> so he's got time to do other stuff, but uh, using using his psychic powers now. His basic plan right now is that he is using the clown gang to take over all of the other gangs so that they can steal all of their drugs so that he has, like, enough of a supply for his mind to not explode. What is the timeline on this? Like, how many days have passed since he escaped the facility and started taking over gangs? Like, is this, like, two days? Four or five, maybe? Okay, so it's, like, a busy week. It's a real busy week for him. Yeah, we're less than a week for sure. Okay. Okay. While this while this is going on, the colonel decides he's gonna go check on Akira and make sure that no fuckery is going on, and so he goes uh, to this massive underground facility that is uh it is indeed next to and below the Olympic Stadium. That's where I figured and, it would be. Yep, and uh, it is just I think. <laughs> I think they said they ride the this like slow ass elevator for a solid half hour to get like all the way down into the bowels of the earth where it is. I and think if the government was funding all of this, they could afford a faster elevator. <laughs> That's a lot of elevators go pretty damn fast because people yeah. people are on the clock. You're paying them to stand around, <laughs> and like they don't like to they they don't like to do that. Well. To be fair, about efficiency, though. Yeah, they're not really about efficiency. And to be fair, people are not really supposed to be coming in and out of this place on the regular because down here they have stored Akira, (gasps) and Akira is stored in this gigantic, like, ten-layer machine that is made to keep him at absolute zero. Uh, I think they said like the current inside of the chamber temperature is like 0.0005 Kelvin. (laughs) Okay. That's not a temperature we can achieve. Not yet. After World War III. Yeah. 20, 2030. Um, A lot of technological innovations come from wartime. So so this, so this psychic child man is so powerful that being almost at the lowest energy state physically possible does not kill them. Yes. Wow. This really is just like my Japanese animes. <laughs> and uh, th- this is this is what birthed your Japanese yeah. animes. Oh. <laughs> uh, and we see stamped on the front of this gigantic uh, like mechanism is a huge... 28. Oh. Akira's number 28. Okay. Okay. Sure. Uh, Interesting. I, I didn't. I, mean, I, thought I, might, I thought it might have been one, but uh, I. Or zero. Yeah, but. Or. Uh, that's, that's, that's fine too. So there's probably not any more. I didn't really expect these experiments to live that long, so I'm surprised he's 28. Well, he's sequential. Well, well, it's like when the newest one, right? But it's like when you get bread, Fran, and you don't want it to go bad, so you put it in the the freezer. 
I just, yeah. I can't imagine that they created number 28 so, and had all this time to build this facility. That's all. So, because, like, we're dealing is, with timelines of days. Yeah, this, this is not, this is not like Cyborg 009, where just like bigger number means better cyborg. This is more of a thing of like humans as actual guinea pigs, and we just stamp numbers on them to keep track better. And the sequential uh, 25, 26, but, 27, yeah, 28 just happened to 20, be the ones that survived. Yeah, 27 <laughs> just happened to be the uh, strongest one. The, uh, well, we'll find out later. They do go up into the 40s. Oh, oh shit. okay. Uh, so it is just right. Okay, that feels misleading, but whatever. Kaneda, he's been hanging out with the revolutionaries for a while, fi figuring all of this stuff out. But he runs into Yamagata, and Yamagata's like, dude, where have you been? Tetsuo took over the clowns and is now like destroying all the other gangs. And kind of like, just like, I've been gone for like four days. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How is how could that be? Uh, and they're like, well, he seems to be able to make people's heads explode, which is not great. Which is what mm. um, we have the power to do at this podcast, Ethan. Oh, make people's heads explode. Yeah. With knowledge. With with knowledge, oh. yeah. Not, not oh, literally, okay. Fran. We're not, okay. well, I guess I don't know. I don't get, <laughs> I didn't sign up for that I don't one. get a lot of feedback from the people who listen. Maybe their heads are all exploding. That's why. Their heads have all exploded, unfortunately. <laughs> Sorry, Before that fans. happens, make sure to press that like button. Yeah, yeah. do it. Do that first. <laughs> if, you, if you're if you like, ah, the only cure is to is hit the fucking subscribe button. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Kay wants Kaneda to stay with the revolutionaries, but everyone knows biker gangs before hoes. And so he uh, he goes out and he gets all the other gangs to come together to try and take out the clown gang and Tetsuo once and for all. Did and he not hear the part about where he makes people's heads explode? Yeah, like, well, see, they have I feel a plan. like numbers don't... Okay. Their yeah, plan you, were, you is that they're going. See, friend, you 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 misunderstood because you thought they didn't have a plan, but they have a plan. So it will be men fine. historically don't have plans. But <laughs> their continue. plan is that they are going to uh, lure him out into uh, the open alone and then shoot him. Oh, okay, that's oh. a good plan. Oh, that's right. Guns exist. Yeah, nukes guns... exist, friend. <laughs> guns do exist. It's 2030. We still got guns. Okay. Still uh, just guns, though? Not like cool laser guns or anything? Later. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Uh, so we have just a massive long scene of this huge biker gang battle. All of the bikers like going out, you know, they're taking out all of uh, Tetsuo's entourage as he is going on. Every time they look like they've got him cornered in an area, he does just explode all of their heads. Yeah. But like... <laughs> his head is starting to hurt pretty bad also. Getting big. Uh, uh, he's getting chronic migraines. It's because he doesn't drink enough water. It's because he's scarfing down pills all day. Yeah. He it's he it's because fiber. he's not scarfing down enough pills anymore. Oh. He need more. He needs stronger pill. So Kaneda is able to uh, corner him. He's got the gun out, and he just can't pull the trigger. He can't do it. And Tetsuo's like, ha, I am your friend, so you cannot kill me, you fool. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Yamagata takes the gun, and he's like, I can kill you. And 
he he shoots, he hits Tetsuo in the side, and Tetsuo doesn't like that, so he does explode Yamagata. Yeah. He should have aimed yeah. he should Aim he for the head. aimed for the head. That's from the no Avengers one... movie. <laughs> so uh no from, one from this point on, Kaneda will probably not have that uh you know, hesitation on shooting his friend anymore as he did just watch him murder uh, Yamagata in front of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as uh, they, are, they are having this, uh, this big fight here and Tetsuo, at this point, having been shot, he is completely losing control. So his psychic powers are now not just like causing damage where he focuses them, but just all around him. And mm-hmm. so people people are now like no longer fighting him. They are just trying to avoid the devastation. I say escape? He's... Yeah. Run. As... Oh, <laughs> oh no, he, he hit him in the liver. Who could have thought that would in, happen? He hit him in Come the on, liver, people. the thing that traditionally controls your ability to focus your mind. CJ, yeah, that's mean, actually what the appendix was for. Oh, that's that's what the appendix does. That's why we don't need it anymore. Because nobody focuses at all. <laughs> They're all on their iPads. Nah, I'm just gonna be an old boomer this episode. <laughs> so uh, you know, the military is coming in because there's a lot of explosions going on over here. What's happening? Yeah, and. I mean. uh, in this in this time, as as Kaneda is uh, trying to escape, he loses the the pill that he had, the super pill one. Oh no! He just carries uh, it on him. He uh, so he's been specifically trying to keep it away from the revolutionaries because they seem to want it, and he's a difficult child, so he will not get you know. Yeah. If they want it, then they cannot have it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I would do. <laughs> Um, Why and you just keep it with the pregnant nurse. What she uh, can't eat? Probably he doesn't want to see her again. Yeah. <laughs> again, friend. I don't. I wish we didn't have to keep teaching you about how men work every single time. But yeah, he probably is uh, gonna go out for a pack of smokes. <laughs> um. And so, so in the confusion, he loses the pill. Tetsuo is able to grab it, no. and uh, it. He, he's, he eats that, just as the colonel is coming in, and he says, like, do not eat that. <sighs> that is way too powerful for you right now. You're not up to that level yet. And he eats it, Classic. and then he just kind of falls to the floor inert. Oh, okay. that's great. Uh, that's, what he, that's, that's what they wanted. They should have. So, they should have done, done that in the first yeah, place. Yeah, should have did the pill first. That would have prevented a lot of people <laughs> from getting turned his, into goo. Hide it in his like Cheerios of mm-hmm. of stimulants. True. And then, mm-hmm. and fine. And so, uh, Canada and the remaining surviving bikers all escape as the military comes in, and the colonel's like, "All right, pick up this dead psychic kid." And that's when Tetsuo gets up, and he's like, "Whoa, I feel better than ever." Great. And the colonel, the colonel's like, "Ooh, this looks like a good opportunity. That's a very powerful psychic kid right there." Wait, he, uh, okay, he couldn't figure that out by the fact that he was going around exploding things with his mind. Well, it sounds like maybe his perception of like normal is maybe a little skewed, and maybe that's just like standard psychic level child. And he's like, "Ah, just 
I guess I guess he would know. Around. He would know better than I do. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Tetsuo does not want to go with them at first, but he uh, he convinces them with the basic way that you convince any uh, drug addict like a long line of have, just a long we line have of pills. More. Yeah. We have more of that most powerful and potent drug that you just took. Is, and Tetsuo's like, they, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. They just set it up like a line. He's just like, ooh, um, nom, nom. ooh, um, nom, nom. And then there's ooh, a piece of candy. It's a big, it's a big box. <laughs> Catch him in it. <gasps> big refrigerator uh, box. So. That's how they caught Tetsuo the Akira is... the first time. <laughs> ooh, so, uh, Tetsuo is now uh, back in the facility with the uh, secret military scientists and such. And meanwhile, we learn a little bit more about the revolutionaries. So, the revolutionaries are on their face, led by this uh, populist politician named Nezu. Mm -hmm. uh, he's called Nezu the Rat. Which is pretty rough. People do not respect him, and he does not like that. I see. Uh, Nezu is, uh, you know, he's like the behind-the-scenes leader of the revolution, but it turns out pretty quickly that he is also a pawn of this other person named Lady Miyako. Mm. Lady okay. Miyako is... Uh, this like crumply old lady who runs this like gigantic uh temple like uh just this huge amazing facility and whenever like like she's she's introduced with like someone comes up to Nezu and they're like Lady Miyako has summoned you and it's just like oh shit this is very bad <laughs> so what uh, kind of temple is this like Scientology temple Temple or like a Shinto uh, very temple. Good, a very good point, Fran. Every everybody everybody wears uh you know vaguely Shinto looking white robes mm. and such in there, including okay. Lady Miyako. Mm. Um, but more culty. But definitely more culty. The okay. the symbol that is behind Lady Miyako in her like big uh big room there is one of the explosion and it is oh. just oh. like a, a massive sphere like imagine if someone were to create like an art nouveau statue of a nuclear explosion it's kind of like that okay and it is just like all these destructive and cracked lines like coming out from this circle of power it's mm -hmm. uh it's a little unsettling. Okay. I think it's pretty and metal. I'm into it. It's it's pretty rad. I really like it. Uh but she she comes and she tells Nezu uh so listen. Akira's coming soon and your guys are going to have a part to play in this, but I want you to remember that you're a fucking loser. You're a little mouse. You're nobody. You do what I fucking say and don't try to play no games. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yes, yes, of course, of course. That's the best way to get Amanda to listen to you is to believe Yeah, it's him. totally going to work out for her. Yeah. It won't be a problem at what? all. Um, 
That is that is one of her her worst moves, I would certainly say. Um miscalculated that one. She is she is just this like tiny little old lady, but she has this very intimidating presence and also a huge afro. And uh as we we see as uh Nezu is leaving, she opens her palm and she has a 19 uh <gasps> emblazoned on her palm there. Whoa. She Whoa. was born in 1919. And she so was she's... like, I should get a tattoo so of she's, this so, on my so palm. So she's like a hundred and some. Um, question. Did we get follow up on after visiting Akira in the underground facility? Or was it just kind of like he showed up and visited Akira and then it's yeah, like he was he, the clown he, gang? Right. Yeah. He was basically like, is Akira still frozen down here and everything's fine? All right, chill. Akira's still frozen down here okay. and everything's fine. Yeah. That was it? All right. It, 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 reveal, like it reveals it to or us, the audience, Fran. That, yes, that, it's, it's definitely an, an audience thing. Man, definitely um, worth the hour long. I know, right? I know, right? I <laughs> can't get over it. Like, could you imagine going all the way down there only to be there for like 10 minutes? It's like, well, the ride took like four times as long as me actually being here did. Do they not have like a webcam that they could probably have just used that instead? That's a like very a good, that's a very good like, point. Like, I feel like that could have a, web, a webcam would have been a lot smarter. Round trip. Um, or like a fireman's is... pole, like a really long one. So... <laughs> At the very well, least. Well, that would hurt after the, a while. Well, it's, it's all greased up. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, I'm going too fast. Ah! <laughs> it's full speed. No, well, at, at, the very, at the very least, the colonel is, uh, he seems to be the kind of person who likes to do things himself and confirm them uh, himself, mm -hmm. you know? Mm. So really type he A. Hears, yeah, it is absolutely. Meanwhile, back in the facility, uh, Tetsuo, he's getting tested for his powers and such. Uh, and he, Again. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, you know, at this point, they're like, oh, he's very powerful. We need to he's actually getting... look into this more. We'll make a room for him now. He's getting tests, test you. Oh, he's, they said, where, it was test, test you. Oh, test. Thank you, CJ. We're going to test you. The, com the comedy man. That's my. That's what it says. <laughs> that under, was a that's, funny that's joke. That's what, it says, that's what it says under my name right now. Uh, so while he's here, the rest of the numbers, uh, twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven, they decide let's work together to try to kill Tetsuo because oh. he is going to be the one who will awaken Akira. They know and this because of was their that part of the vision? Vision. Or they're just, yes. or they're just uh, like, or they just deducing. Yeah, Kyoko can see the future. Yeah. Okay, so Kyoko's like, so yeah, she just knows. Happen. Okay. Yeah, and it's you know it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, she sees visions of the future, but also the future can be changed. So she's like, yeah, we should try at least. Blah blah blah. How does she plan on doing that when she is confined to a Xavier crib, and the other uh, one's confined to a wheelchair? Well, they can explode stuff well, with their mind. Right. Yeah, but I'm, I don't think they're very mobile. I'm, is what I'm saying. Brian, that's very so, rude. They Based can, on the description he gave me, they can like float and teleport and stuff for a while, so oh. they do have a lot of that. Oh, but okay. I'm glad right. you asked, Fran, because I wasn't going to get into this till later. But we might as well talk about it now. Um, Kay, uh, the revolutionary hot lady, was uh, was captured by the military in the last thing. 
Oh. And she starts breaking out uh, with psychic powers and such. And oh. it turns out she is not a psychic. She is a medium. And the uh, the kids can use her to channel their psychic powers together. Oh. Do, uh, you know, all three through her thing. And all right. I thought this was going to be more about like laser guns and motorcycles. And this is a this is a lot more about like psychics and mediums and and drugs. Yeah. I mean, drugs are awesome, uh, but the medium thing, I think it's just like more of a Japanese staple kind of thing that we're not as used to. But yeah, it's so, fine. Someone who can channel um, ghosts or I guess well, psychic. Listen, we will get to we'll get to a lot of lasers later. Okay, there's a good number of lasers coming up. We better. (laughs) Uh, so they uh they start using K to battle against Tetsuo, and uh, Tetsuo seems he's powerful enough he can go toe to toe with like all three of their powers combined at once, Mm. and uh, you know they do. A little bit of the oopsie where the doctor who's been working with Tetsuo is like, well, he's very mad because he wants to know about Akira. What if I just tell him about Akira? That probably no. will f- solve the problem. No, don't do and that. So he tells Tetsuo where uh, where Akira is. <laughs> and uh, <Come> on. <laughs> Tetsuo uh, teleports over there. Because he's not going to take a slow-ass elevator. <laughs> yeah, he, does, he does take the slow-ass elevator. Oh, my God. They do have... He just sits in there. They have a long, rad fight on the slow-ass elevator because the government has created these hover bikes that could just, like, shoot through the area and such. And so they keep, like, sending those down. He keeps exploding them. It's all very cool and rad. In the elevator? Uh, it's a, it's a like, huge... Elive like thing. Okay. It's one of those like uh I'm imagining like a building elevator. Is if it you, not that? If you've ever played like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh the fighter game where they always have you do a huge elevator fight on just like a massive elevator that going down very slow. It like that. Okay. Are you telling me that side-scroller beat-em-ups are the result of Akira, Ethan? Is that the claim you're going to give to me? I wasn't going to, but I guess I will now. Damn. Uh, In this essay, I will prove that. (laughs) Uh, Tetsuo gets to the bottom. Things are are in high alert right now. Uh, The fact that a super-powerful psychic is going down to awaken the most super-powerful psychic is... A little bit of a uh, danger sign. Mm-hmm. And Kyoko had already told the colonel Akira is going to awaken. Mm-hmm. So he decides this is a pretty good time to declare martial law. And oh, he, he does. Uh, <laughs> you you he know the just... people who want to declare martial law always are, you do you know, they got to wait for a good time and then they'll do it. They won't just do it for no reason. You need a good reason to declare martial law. Uh, and so, like, the military is locking down the entire city. Uh, everybody is, like, you know, 
coming, like joining up here at the uh, the uh, facility by the Olympic Stadium. And uh, in this time, uh, are the Olympics also happening? At the Olympic no, Stadium? No, no, this, oh, okay. this is still a way out. It is still, like, being built for the Olympics okay. that will happen right. next year or whatever. Okay. And so uh, they also see um, on, their, on their, like, little readouts and such, as Tetsuo gets closer to the facility, the temperature inside Akira's main chamber is rising. Mm. Well, it and couldn't go down. <laughs> it it literally could not go down. There but is a couple not... thousandths of a degree it could still go. Listen, it not supposed to go up, and it is going up. Oh no! Mm. What is uh, wait? What is Tetsuo's like motivation for this? Why does he for know it? For why? Why does he want to know about Akira? Yeah. So why does he want to? Why does he want to fuck with that? Uh, because the little kids told him not to. Oh, okay. Oh, right. <laughs> they didn't really think that through. They were like, "Don't go waken Akira." He's like, "Who the fuck is that?" I'm like, "Don't do it." Once he's I like, "I'm gonna," because you told me not to. Yeah. Uh, That's but fuck you. no, it is. It is also a sort of thing. Uh, Tetsuo is able to like sort of sporadically read minds and such, mm. and he gets some like visions from the kids' minds of like. Akira is something that they are like incredibly afraid of awakening again. And he's like, well, I am a big tough guy, so I am not afraid of that. Yeah, definitely some of that going on. It's like, I can take it. I see. Because he's uh, a scamp, yeah, that, as we've established. That's what I would do. <laughs> a lot of this is just what CJ would do. There is a connection between Tetsuo and Akira and... As he uh, gets to the facility, Akira awakens, oh. mm -hmm. and we see him uh, come out of this like giant frozen thing, and he is just a little boy, but not an old goopy little boy. Just, oh, like, not a melty little faced. boy. Oh, no, his face is not melty. Neither um, neither is Tetsuo. Neither is Tetsuo's. Was Miyako's uh, face melty? She just looks actually old. Okay, but not like super melty. Just old. She she just looks like I mean she looks like gross and old, but probably regular gross and old. Okay. Great. Cool. As uh as Tetsuo and Akira are coming out of the facility, the colonel decides we're in a pretty bad situation. Now is the time to break out the space lasers. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The time for space lasers has come already, I would say. I would say previously <laughs> they should have done space lasers, but it's never yeah. too late for space lasers, as I always say. So Japan has a gigantic <laughs> space laser called Seoul. Just like they do in the real world right now. Yep. As I thought about making some Jewish space laser jokes, uh -huh. but <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. And uh, yeah, they have a gigantic space laser named Seoul that is weirdly positioned right over Japan instead of elsewhere. Well, they, and... they put it there for... For this? Yeah, for an Akira situation, yeah. which is... <laughs> If you're gonna space laze them, why even build the refrigerator? Just do it. 
space lazy so in the first well maybe they refrigerated it i was gonna say so they could build it's the space easier laser. to build no, a refrigerator they weren't ready. so they did yeah. that and then they were like now nah, we'll build the space laser and then they go back yeah yeah you're right yeah, yeah i mean and to to be fair, to be fair. uh it was it was forty years ago that this whole like space layer, I'm sorry, refrigerator thing uh, was done. This was uh, before the Colonel's time. He probably would have opted for space laser first. Right. Mm. Okay. I see. Understood. Right. Because uh, the Colonel's only ten years old, so they. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he has the look of someone who is like forty or fifty. Okay. Uh, pretty... So he was probably not in charge back then. Yeah, he was a child back then. He was on the front lines. <laughs> the front lines of that big explosion yeah. that happened. Yeah. So he uh they they take aim with the uh the space laser, but it is unfortunately only accurate down to I think they said like ten meters or something. Uh and so which pretty good stuff. <laughs> shooting from pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. It's shooting from space. Give it a little credit. <laughs> yeah. Um, Not very good if you want to kill one specific human, though, I will say. Right. And so aiming it, he is trying to uh, destroy Akira, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. but he does not hit Akira. He does graze Tetsuo, taking his arm off completely. Well, at least it's a laser. Cauterizes <laughs> it immediately, I, I assume. I love the range that the, the laser is like. Is such a focused beam that it can <laughs> it, it can take I your mean, arm off, but at that closeness, it will do no other damage to you. The the explosion that it does is like the size of a house. Like it's pretty big, but it's also like I guess Tetsuo was at the perfect range to lose an arm, but not be Only further destroyed by sure. it. It's like those guys uh, that get shot, but then they have like a Bible in their chest, so they. You know, they, it doesn't go all the way through their vital organs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some more confusion happens. The revolutionaries are there also, like Kaneda and Kay are there, and they uh, they scoop up Akira in the confusion. Uh, so Tetsuo is, uh, he's missing at the moment. He's having a bit of a rough time, what with losing his arm and all. Yeah. Uh, and uh, now the whole city is on military lockdown and Akira is missing. He's with uh, Kaneda and Kay and they are like hiding him right now. Right. Who's the bigger threat at this point though? Tetsuo uh, has proven to be a bigger threat at this point. I mean, we'll, I mean get into the it. government's revealed they have a space laser they can fire whenever they want. So <laughs> I think if you're asking the public, like who's the biggest danger right, right now? Right, right. Well, obviously so, the person they're shooting the laser at. That's a good point, Fran. <laughs> yeah. So this this next part is like it's a pretty significant chunk, but it's also so much action that I can try. I'm going to try to simplify it. So uh, Kay and Kaneda, they would like to hand off Akira to someone else. Because all they know about him is that he's the most dangerous thing ever. Is he conscious? Uh, so he he is conscious. He is just a weird little boy who doesn't talk and yeah. seems totally disinterested in everything that's going on around him. Okay. Is he uh, is he horphing down a bunch of pills? He has not taken a single pill. Oh. 
Strong. Mm. All right. So uh, they're just kind of like, this thing is a ticking time bomb. I don't want to deal they're with, like, I don't want yeah, this they're for like, a long time. I don't know a lot about this, but I know I don't want it. And so their plan is to hand it off to the leader of the revolution, Nezu, right? Um, meanwhile... That doesn't... Uh, that, meanwhile, doesn't sound ne- competent, but all right. Yeah, well, he's decided, I think now is a good time to betray everyone and take Akira for myself and use that to become powerful. Because During Miyako, martial law. All right. Yeah, because Miyako was mean because to me. Because you made me feel mm. small, yes. Yeah, we've yeah. been over yes. this. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, meanwhile... Uh, the government is pretty mad at the colonel for declaring martial law and shooting a space laser at their own city. Uh, and he, they, the like higher ups know about Akira, but they're like, that was 40 years ago. That was probably like not a big deal or whatever. Uh, I love, and so there I, I love the government conspiracy that the government just forgets how bad or good things were at any given time. Yeah, and so I mean, like, it's a, what I don't know, whatever. I'll I'll give Do you. Do we I'll, really need that space layers are trained mm-hmm. at us? I'll I'll let you in on a little bit, CJ. It's a a metaphor for the lackadaisical way we treat nuclear weapons oh, nowadays. Ethan, I just got finish playing Metal Gear Solid. I know a thing or two about the lackadaisical nature of nuclear storage. I don't uh, mean to be ruining it. Does it turn out that Akira was the explosion 40 years ago then? That almost it has super to be the does, case. Friend. Yeah, I was okay. going to say, there's no way it's not, right? Yeah, no, you definitely did uh, take a little bit of the... Definitely the did. Uh, yeah, you definitely sorry. did ruin it. You can okay. cut that. We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> Just, just cut that. Cut that. Just no, cut it's that. it's fine. It it should be pretty clear to anybody who has been paying attention up to this point. I would hope. Right. Right. Um. Would uh, so would so Japan uh, started World War Three on themselves. They they absolutely did. They they and blew then, themselves up, and then everybody else freaked out because they were like, "Oh, this is the start of nuclear arm again. We better launch nukes at everybody." Without figuring out who, in theory, had sent it. Okay. This, right, cool, which cool. is. To be fair, absolutely how it would have gone in like the Cold War. Oh yeah, if you know anything about like how close we as a species came to nuclear Armageddon, how they like at at any given point there was like one or two dudes who just kind of prevented nuclear holocaust, and they, they just happened to do it. They're just like. It'd be pretty weird if it turns out there was like a there was like a volcano or something that went off and it like set off a bunch of their detectors and then they're like, mm-hmm. oh, uh, we're pretty sure America just blew up a nuke because we just got these like big energy readouts. Should yeah. we fire a nuke back at them? And then they were like, that would be weird if America decided to do that. So let's wait on it just a Hold, just chill a, a second, bit. just chill. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, like, and it was that guy's job. To, to send do that right in that yeah. scenario, and he was like, "I'm gonna not like, do he that." He probably got fired. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that—that that was the whole thing. Is they were like, "You have to be confident that there is a guy ready to fire a nuke back at the first mm-hmm. nuke because mm-hmm. the whole thing was was based on like, if you do, it's again, friend. It's defining 
the behavior that you want and that you will not tolerate <laughs> and then following up on your promises if that happens. Once again, uh, this is a part of history that's not often covered in schools because it's a little too recent. So, and also, yeah, there's like you YouTube know. videos though. Just go watch. Yeah, just so make sure. Yeah, go watch. Go watch go, YouTube go videos. Believe learn. everything they say. Learn all that you can about <laughs> you know history that way. Even missile and you'll crisis. Be fine. You know, it's great. So the government, all the officials are like, I'm not too worried about this Akira thing. That was like 40 years ago. What if we just let him go? We declare him dead. And also, Colonel, we are going to make you take the fall for this whole uh, martial law thing. And I mean, you he are did gonna, call it. <laughs> you are, you are going to get deposed for that. Sure. Uh, so d the, so gover the government knows that the orb of energy that destroyed Tokyo, Tokyo. 40 years ago was Akira. So it's one of kind those of. things where, like, all the evidence points to that, and they're like, I don't know if I really believe that. Right. Surely it was some kind like of explosive bomb and not a child. Right, even though there was no nuclear fallout, and it was unlike any conventional weaponry at the time, and mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. All right, great. Definitely a bomb. That is a, that's a pretty realistic depiction of governance. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. Uh, and speaking of realistic depictions of governance, the colonel decides, well, if that's the way it's going to be, then it's time for a coup. Yeah, I was going to say, we're like oh. two steps away from a coup, but let's just do it. Let's go at it. Let's just go. Uh, let's just go for a so coup. He does, he does just do it. It turns out- Yeah, he has a uh, space laser. It's probably trivial. He's got a, he's got a space laser. The and he vast had an army majority. of psychic children. <laughs> I feel like he, he's got. He shouldn't even have been following orders in the first place. <laughs> he's got. He's got three psychic ch old men children. He's got the space One's laser. A girl. Uh, old people. Thank you for it. Old people children. Um, he's got the space laser. He's got most of the military on his side, and he does also have these other devices called the caretakers that are going to come out now. And More lasers? Robots? Uh, we got robots. Oh, I, yeah. I do... I love the, like, bluntness of the, like... This is the theme of the, the show. This is the theme of our, our story uh, in these characters. So, the caretakers are these large, uh, spherical... Uh, robots. They're like big spheres that got these um, like wheels around them and such. Mm -hmm. And the explicitly stated purpose for these caretakers, because they're like, well, why they've got a military? Why do we need these robot things? The explicitly stated purpose for them is that when, not if, but when, when nuclear armageddon kills all of the people in japan the robots will still be there so that no invading force can uh take away the sovereignty of the dead soil of we japan we won't let those fuckers take japan <laughs> not one inch of it uh, uh there must be a lot of those then holy shit i i mean it's a at, lot of coasts to cover at that point just wire just wire up your country with a bunch of nukes so that if they get there, you're just like, If they well, trip it. 
That's on you. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess, you know, but they trip it once and then the nukes are done and then they could have our irradiated garbage land well, and we be, won't let them take an it inch. It would be a hole in the ocean at that point, but yeah. <laughs> um, so, the military... Uh, is now, you know, they're completely under control of the colonel. We've got our, our successful coup. They want to recapture Akira. Uh, number one. The psychic num- Uh-huh. The number psychic 28. number kids, oh, they to want to, uh, get Akira to try and, like, save him from himself. They're like, we don't want Ak- our friend Akira to go off again. Like, that mm-hmm. would be very scary. Oh, oh they like uh, him. They don't like Tetsuo. They're like his brother, I assume. So it's they don't like they don't like Tetsuo. They like but fear Akira. Okay. Um, Respectfully fear him. Fear him. Just like how Tetsuo's Um, friends liked and feared him. uh, They feared Tetsuo. That's the that's what that's what he wanted. Yeah. I see. He wanted Uh, to be feared, but he wanted respect. Yeah. What are you going to do? Turn me into goo. And he's like, oh, one day I will turn you into good. <laughs> right. Um, so meanwhile, Nezu wants to capture Akira because he wants to use his power for himself to prove that he's a big man and now he'll be in charge. Uh Miyako wants to capture Akira to avoid Armageddon, and she, you know, on paper is Nezu's boss, but she's like I don't trust Nezu to get this job done. So she sends her own weaker psychics that she has out to do it, which these psychics are not uh, made in the, the like science project. Like she has trained them up. They're very weak psychics. They can barely blow up a guy's head, but But they can, they're, they're like, (laughs) they're like her, uh, her forces that she has. And she's like, you guys go get this. Meanwhile, Kaneda and Kay are the ones who actually have Akira. They're trying to hand him off to Nezu, who they still think is a good guy. But then as soon as they do hand him off to Nezu, Nezu's like, all right, my underlings, now kill Kaneda and Kay. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. And so then they're able to get Akira back. And they're like, well, now I don't know what to do. Uh, and it's a thing. It's a, a pretty long drawn out uh chase of things do you need a bunch of weak psychics who can explode people's heads because guns exist those end lives <laughs> i don't know why like you could even give that's why i forgot guns were in you this could, universe you could even, when they previously came up you could even just give guns to the psychic people they're like well if you can't if it's not if it's not in you to explode this person's mind just shoot them in the head uh, I get Kaneda also, uh, he does have a, an experimental government laser gun now, if that, uh, oh. helps you out, CJ. But why not just regular gun? What? And how is it experimental? <laughs> they have a space laser. If anything, they should have, they should have I mean, laser technology down. Maybe not experimental, but I guess secret? I don't know. The regular military does not have these. Oh. Sure. Uh, they say they save that for the laser core. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> um, again, guns work pretty good. Uh, they're not. There's a reason they don't really like. I wonder if Japan. Kinds. I'm assuming Japan has a ban on guns. 
Oh, but not uh, laser yes. guns. In real world. But not laser guns. You're right, Fran. And so is it a thing where apparently in the aftermath of World War Three, they still upheld their ban on guns, and so they're just really hard to get a hold of in the country? Is that... I mean, there's uh, maybe why there's not. There's a lot of guns. roving street gangs. Without guns, though, it would seem because the idea right. of shooting Tetsuo is like, oh, <laughs> they do. They do mostly uh, beat each other with lead pipes. They do not seem to have a lot of guns. I just figured that was an aesthetic choice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe. They don't. They don't go into the specifics of gun laws in. Uh, they don't talk about the the complicated I'm issue really of gun control in this anime about psychic children. And laser. They had a hundred and twenty episodes or whatever, Ethan. They can sneak one in there, give us, Chapters, throw us yeah. a bone. Or like a post chapter, like on an off week of like, here's the gun laws of Japan. <laughs> Here's the here's the gun laws of Japan during this uh this point where the revolution is trying to overthrow the government, but then the military overthrows the government with They a did coup. that Whoopsies. with like Death Note when they released it. They like had a list of like all the rules of the Death Note. They did. That weren't mentioned in the manga. <laughs> the They're just like, here's Japan. the list of them. Here I you did. go. I... Why why do why they not? not why do they not just shoot light? Well, you see, the gun laws of Japan do not allow L can't have a gun, I'm afraid. True. Has anyone like talked to the child and like asked Akira? Yeah, does he do speak want? does he speak like a horror child from like The Shining? He doesn't speak. Uh he seems like disinterested in what is happening around him. Interesting. And right. he's, you know, you can kind he's of vaguely like it, yeah, it's like, you know, if you hold his hand and you start walking, he'll walk with you, you know? Yeah. But he he doesn't seem to like actively try to do anything. What part Has of anyone this child tried to engage with him? What part of this child are the other psychics like? Oh, he's our friend. This, this I mean, he's never twenty eight, uh, and they were twenty seven, twenty six, twenty five. Yeah, so, so this I is, they were like together. Yeah, so that, that's that's a little bit, a little a little bit in the future, but yes, we we find out that um they were all uh the the twenty series were being experimented on at the same time. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty. Comrades. Pretty limiting. You only can do ten. You're gonna name him that. Uh, well, I believe it was more of a thing of they had very many of them that they fed the drugs, and the vast majority of them died. Uh, but the ones that lived were given and got powers were given numbers, yeah, okay. and those are the twenty like series or whatever. All right, Ethan, <laughs> tell us about. Something. So what are they gonna do with him now? Yeah, what is what is what are they gonna do with this boy nuke? So we've uh, we've all we've all been uh, been fighting over this. Uh, Nezu had him for a second and then he lost him. Uh, Miyako's uh, psychics get murdered on the way to getting him. Uh, the colonel is like upending all of society to try and find this child. Uh, in the in the end. The uh the numbers uh twenty five twenty six twenty seven they are able to get to Akira, and they're like oh my god I'm so glad that I found you and that we're able to avoid something really truly terrible happening and he, and he was like and, oh melty face <laughs> and as as they are trying to uh take him take take him with them to go somewhere safe uh nezu has come upon them 
and has decided as he is going to, if he can't have Akira, then no one can. And he tries to shoot Akira and oh. he misses. So he has a gun. And he blows Takashi number 26's brains out <gasps> uh, all over Akira's face. Oh, no. And that's a bad this idea. This is finally the thing that oh. sets Akira off. Yeah. I was, yeah. was, was going to ask if, like, for him to detonate, do they just have to, like, shake him up and, like, crack him open <laughs> like a delicious gamer fuel? But, uh, yeah, I guess, you just crack his friend's skull yeah, open. Yeah, I guess so. spray it all over him like a delicious <laughs> gamer fuel. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, as we said earlier, it turns out that, uh, new type of bomb that went off destroying much of Tokyo in the past uh, was Akira himself. Oh my mm -hmm. god. And uh, as, as he releases his power, it's just this like massive sphere that grows out from him that is just destroying everything around him. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. uh, Kyoko and Masaru are able to save some of the other people who are like right by him at the time uh but Kaneda gets sucked up into the blast uh. and uh as as it goes out this one looks like even bigger than last time we have a solid like 12 pages of just absolute explosive destruction e. um <laughs> that is i it's it's really, it's really, really good. Like, artistically speaking, it's just really impressive and, like, sad but beautiful, you know? Mm. Um, and uh, Otomo does a really good job of just, like, having you sit with the terribleness of it. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. after, after all of the, uh, after all of the destruction is over and, uh, you know, the clouds clear, there are just like several pages of like the characters who survived just kind of forced to stand there and look at the whole world they know mm. having been destroyed. Mm. So who survived then? Uh so of the people that we've talked about, uh number 25 and number 27 have survived. Mm -hmm. Uh no, uh, K has survived. Um, Miyako was in her uh temple the whole time. Um, you know there were a bunch of like refugees that were coming to the door screaming as the world around them was like exploding. Uh, the colonel has survived. Uh, a lot of other people have died. Uh, Nezu mm -hmm. is also destroyed in the blast. Fuck that yeah. guy. Yeah. Um. So and, was the temple uh, like shielded because she's also psychic or something? I mean, it's just far away from the blast oh, zone. Okay. Neo Tokyo is like very in. big. Okay. Is, um, is Tokyo shielded from the nuclear blast? No, it's just not very close to Nagasaki. So you know, it's, <laughs> it, was, it was fine. Um, and as as we see in our our scene at the end of that chapter, uh, Akira has survived. He's totally fine. Well, he's just yeah. uh. Yeah, he's just sitting at the center of the blast, kind of like, you know, sniffling, but he's uh coming back into it. 
And it is uh, at that time that uh, Tetsuo walks up to him. And uh, that is where we are going to end Uh, it off uh, with uh, with Tetsuo and Akira uh, together at the the end of this uh, explosive destruction. And that is... Not quite halfway through the series. Oh my goodness gracious. Ethan, are you saying that our time together is over because this is the end of the episode? Uh, Unless you've got another two hours that you would like to <laughs> hang out. <laughs> no, as always, we have another two hours to hang out in another two weeks because that's oh. right. We're a bi-weekly podcast and we love making content for all of you people out there. So, if you want to stay up to date and want to make sure that you figure out how this crazy series of exploding anime children will end, then make sure to follow and subscribe and set a notification on your calendar. Uh, Give me your email address. I will send you a Google invite to uh, remind you a, 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 a calendar notification. Uh, and uh, if you can befriend Raven in the woods, then Ethan can send you an invite because he can commune with them. So uh, Only the albino ravens. Oh, because they they share a kinship with you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, of course, want to thank Gailstorm Kitsune for doing the artwork for their channel and for Pajo for doing the intro and outro to the episodes. And... Uh, we want to thank you guys for hanging out with us uh, and spending some time talking about anime. God, I love anime. Uh, I don't even care if it is about exploding children blowing up major populations of people. I just love it, Ethan. I love laser. That's my favorite kind. I love laser guns and and robot soldiers and alchemy and all sorts of things. Uh, but if you have a fun topic that you would like to hear for us to do a more lore for you that you know uh go ahead and uh drop us a line at spices with on twitter and in the comments if you're on youtube fran wave to the youtube people hi see she can see you (laughs) you can only experience that wave (laughs) on youtube um all right let's wrap up then let's 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 be done you ready with the with the fun outro ethan you have to Uh, you gotta leave them laughing it's listen we talked a lot about nukes and about destruction mm-hmm. and about sad things like having your friend's brains blown out with a gun on your face. On your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I do the when I do the outro, you're gonna have something funny to say, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, I would love for everyone to join us next time where we will talk about the positives of the nuclear destruction of. Uh, people okay <laughs> Fran thinks that's really funny <laughs> yeah Fran thinks that's hilarious well I've been CJ <laughs> I've been Ethan I've been Fran don't blow up your friends all right <laughs> <laughs>